Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and joining me today is a very special guest, Tatiana Obradovic, who is so many things. She is a mom, a wife, an international best-selling author, a TV host, a intuitive healer. She works with flower essences. She does all sorts of astrological things that are over my head and I will let her tell you all about them. Thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your busy life. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's been a long time in the making, right? Oh my goodness. I love what you do. And I tell people about it in, in the wrong words. And I just say right now, especially seven planets are doing something, but Tatiana will explain it because I can't wait for it to end. <laughs> They've been crabby. <laughs> Thank you. Well, they have been certainly. Um, actually, we had um, a crabby summer, if we want to say that. Uh, we had um, our ruler of beauty and love and emotions in the retrograde phase, Venus, uh, who is also the ruler of our entire planet, right? Um, she has been in a retrograde motion uh, since uh, July 23rd, uh, and she's one of the planets that rarely goes retrograde, only once every two years, and it, she, she stays for 40 days, a very transformational period for us as women as well, those infamous 40 days uh, where the body recovers uh, after giving birth, and so many times we have that recycling 40 days of plants, 40 days to do this and 40 days to get on the other side when we are in the dark night of the soul. But this specific retrograde, we haven't had in our lifetime. We actually haven't had it in the last almost 300 years. If we think about the exact degrees which is 28 degrees of Leo, when Venus turns retrograde, going all the way down to 12 degrees of Leo, and then turning um, direct, but that's called retroshade, because she's going direct over the same steps that where she went uh, retrograde. So this entire motion of up and down and going then out of it we actually finished it a few days ago when Venus moved into Virgo after being for almost four months in the sign of Leo and uh, why do I say it is so special because uh, for the last 300 years we had actually from 1772 was the last time that Venus went through these same steps and if you remember 17 72 was just four years before uh, all the big events uh, occurred in this country. So what happened, uh, it's a nice indication to say also, because if you say history repeats, right, we can look at those events and compare it to what is happening now. So we had a chance, especially divine feminine, and I don't mean just women, but yes, women, but also the divine feminine in uh, 
uh, every human being on this earth, right? We are made of those light and dark energies. So we had a chance over the summer to have a change of heart. And it will probably take a few years for that change of heart to manifest personally and collectively. But this is the main theme that is repeating. And then if we look at, so this is the last, uh, first time in our incarnation that Venus was only going through Leo throughout the entire retrograde season. Um, and the last time that she went through Leo, but not the same degrees, was uh, when we had the Boston Tea Party. So uh, again, very, very significant times when we think about it globally. Then in August, we had six other planets join Venus uh, in being retrograde, some personal planets and some uh, transitional planets that more affect us on a global level. And then September was, and I, I was so sad for all the students because uh, for the last three years, we had this September when the logical mind, when Virgo was supposed to take over from having a beautiful, relaxing summer, for the last three years, Mercury, on top of all the other planets, has been retrograde in September. So the schedules were wrong, uh, emails didn't get through, people could not get to school on time, communication was all uh, mixed up, and uh, that also just finished, that, that season and that period just finished a few days ago as well. Unfortunately, this is not the end. It's actually just the beginning. And oh. uh, I think it's really uh, significant that we are... <laughs> in a different notion, though, in a different notion. So I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence that we are meeting today is a Wednesday, right? Uh, it's um, August 11th. And then in three days, we have Friday, October 13th. And that day by itself is very significant. I'll, I'll touch upon it. Why? Uh, and then right after, we have uh, on October 14th, on Saturday, October 14th, we have a total solar eclipse. So we always say eclipses are uh, new or full moon on steroids. But this one, again, super special. Because first of all, it's a total solar eclipse. Secondly, it will be visible in America and Mexico because it will happen uh, late morning, early afternoon, depending on the time zone. So we will be able to see it. But it's also only two degrees away from the degree in the entire zodiac where sun is in its detriment. So it is happening on 21 degrees of uh, Libra and uh, the degree of sun's detriment is the 19th degree of uh, Libra as well. So where sun is the weakest. So we have a total darkening of the sun on the point where sun is practically the weakest. And uh, because we are very, very close to this Uranus era, because Pluto almost permanently moved into uh, Aquarius, uh, which will happen next uh, January, but we had a taste of it a few months ago. Uh, everything is kind of speeding up, and the exact day doesn't really, uh, the events don't really uh, sometimes correlate the exact 
day. Usually things when Uranus is in question happen a few days before. And we can totally see. So what is solar plexus? What is sun? It is our third chakra. It is our inner light. It is our sense of self. It is who, how do we see ourselves and how other people see us? What light do we project in the world? It is the young, masculine, divine masculine energy. And we can just look at the world and what is happening around us and what has started to happen just a few days ago. Um, and um, I hope that that's, that is the final, uh, I cannot say that it is, but I pray that it is. So that is the day, uh, definitely, when it comes to eclipses, is the day to spend uh, in silence as much as we can. And uh, to have our mouth active the least possible because we say the mouth is the gate to uh, that opens three doors right and uh, so our words that we say they feed our ancestors and the food that we put inside is the food for uh, our body and for our soul and produces the thoughts and again those thoughts create emotions emotions create like it's a whole spiral so if we can spend that day uh drinking just water being in uh nature uh being in silence it is the best that we can do for ourselves for our ancestors and for the future generations really to reduce the karma to the minimum now I can go on and on and on. And before we get to the next question, I absolutely have to touch upon Friday the 13th because uh, for us women, that has been such a controversial uh, day that has been, and I just actually wrote a, a big uh, post about it yesterday, how much it has been embedded, uh, coded into our subconscious that uh, that number and that day is, so unfortunate for everybody, connected to even horror movies in media in the, with all those horrific things. And at the same time, behind the scenes, being used for what it truly is, which is an enormous source of power. So we have this huge um, disbalance in this presentation. But how did it all start? Fe uh, Friday the 14th on October. Friday the 14th, 13.07. In France, military, uh, the current military uh, power started arresting the Templars. Six, seven years later, in 1314, on March, Friday the 13th, 13.14, their Jean de Moliere, so the, the head of the Templars and his successor, was burned at the stake on a very slow fire. So it took six, seven years to prove that they've done something wrong. But let's take a step back and think about who were the Templars. Templars were formed as a monastic military formation in uh, 1192, I believe, 12th century. And they were formed uh, really as uh, a formation that was connecting the military and monasteries and church 
together. And it worked beautifully for 200 years because their main purpose was to protect uh, the pilgrims who were going to uh, Jerusalem or Constantinople at that time to protect them. And uh, because of the way they operated, they were lavishly awarded by all the royals of Europe at that time. And in 200 years, they became the most powerful monastic formation uh, in the world. They had castles, they formed first banks, and uh, they had churches, everything that we could imagine. They were absolutely fierce. But why were they even formed? We believe that they were formed because their primary function was to protect the path of love that Mary Magdalene continued after the departure of her twin flame, Yeshua. That was their primary reason. And because of the day when it was carefully picked that this big uh, war against Templars was actually started uh, by uh, King Philip IV uh, of France, and it was supported by the one person who was supposed to protect them, which at that time was the Pope, and at that time Pope was not in Vatican, was actually in France as well. So what do we have now? We have, in three days, we have Friday, October 13th. And for everyone who is uh, connected to the energy of Mary Magdalene, and I just actually finished the program that lasted seven months uh, on uh, Mary Magdalene and all the beautiful gifts that she brings us. We have her at my altar as well. Uh, so why specifically we feel, I personally feel, and I've been getting messages from uh, my sisters, the human sisterhood, so many of them, it is the sense of betrayal that has been happening. Because on that day, it is rarely that we have Friday, October 13th. We will have another one in January. We had in 2020, we had one in May. But this specific one was the day when the Templars were started to being prosecuted. And the sense of betrayal that we experienced from the ones who were supposed to protect us the most like at that time was Pope for the Templars, that energy was so strong that it was embedded in crystalline memory of this planet. And it is being brought to the surface to be healed, to be seen, to be acknowledged, and to be healed. So whoever feels the sense of betrayal, I am with you completely. It is truly if we can keep this consciousness high enough to understand that what is happening now is actually, because the time is spiral, right? We have in her story, this is actually re-experiencing very, very, very old story that is asking to be finally healed so that we can, once Pluto moves again into uh, Aquarius, which will be next January, we can finally release and shed and go refreshed, renewed 
in this new time and age and beautiful uh, 5D, hopefully, dimension. Wow. And anyone who has been a part of my life the past few months knows I've been dealing with fraud, betrayal, right? I mean, we can't make these things up. So people might follow astrology. People might read their horoscopes. This is entirely different. Tatiana, I was introduced uh, by someone I trust deeply who was sharing how she gets readings. You do them based on the time we're born, our unique birth structure. And at that moment in time, I had just found out that I had to move. And so I said, oh my God, I need to have a reading. We need to connect. And during my reading, you gave me dates and you said, you cannot move. You cannot sign anything before June 1st. And I had to move by July 1st, right? But I trusted the person who connected us. And I trust you so implicitly that I listened and you became the most important person in my move process. And it was terrifying, but you kept saying something better will come along. Something exactly what you're looking for will come along. And sure enough, literally, I think it was June 1st, right around the time frame. I said to you, oh my God, I found something one level, no stairs for sassy. It's exactly what I've been wanting. All the dates that you say lined up. And so it's unlike other readings people I have ever met have given. So if you're listening and you're hearing these dates and these degrees, um, it I saved my recording. I listened to it regularly. Then recently you asked my birth, birthday, where will I be? Not just what are you doing? Where will I be? Because it matters where I'm waking up. So it really, truly, you look at the degrees of the world, latitude, longitude, all of these things, and it is specific to each individual uh, in a way that I've never had. And it is so powerful. So anyone listening, um, this is specific to you, your chart, when you were born, where, where you're sitting right now. Um, and it, it is different. And I, I look at the dates, I write them down. I will be silent. I will be drinking water on the 14th. Uh, it, it's, it's a way I live that I would have laughed at before, but now I trust. And for all of us, I've had so many people saying, why do I feel like I'm walking through mud? Why is everything so hard right now? And why does it, and I just keep saying, there's these seven planets. It's all of this that you just explained. Yes. So will that, yeah, that, thank that you all so much for putting that much trust in Yes. And so that will all be coming to an end as these, these dates happen this weekend and people might start feeling less of that uh, internal sluggish, like everything is so difficult. Correct? Yes. 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 You, you explained it beautifully. Thank you for, for so much trust and uh, for uh, explaining how this whole process works um, 
people will, we will as, as nations start to feel a little better actually by the end of October because eclipses come in twos, they don't come alone. Uh, so we have one on the 14th, which is the solar eclipse, uh, also uh, lines up with the new moon in uh, Libra. So ultimately, relationship, Libra is ruled by Venus and Libra is all about harmony and balance and relationships. And it's the sign that tells us that we can evolve. Because Libra used to be, we had zodiac, which means the cycle of animals, right? And then we have three signs. We have Gemini, we have Virgo, and Aquarius, Sagittarius partially, that evolved to humans. And then only one sign that used to be part of Scorpio, but it evolved even further to an object, which is Libra. And Libra is the one that uh, deals with uh, relationships. So this specific, uh, beautifully explained uh, what you just said, people feel all this sluggish energy. Uh, I feel it uh, like a quicksand, honestly. And more we try to get out of it, deeper we go in. Yes. So, and it's, sometimes it's difficult because we go, if, if we are not grounded, so always please, using essential oils to ground, using crystals to ground, hugging trees, going, walking barefoot, anything we can do, tapping so that we can come back into this body, into this moment. If anybody is to catch us off guard, we just woke up and we get this uh, uh, question that shakes us off, immediately we go into that animal reactive mode. And if you happen to be one of the wild animals like Leo or uh, Capricorn or one of the one with horns, that becomes even, even more uh, powerful. Or if you happen to be Scorpio, then you start with poisonous uh, reactions like my mom is. So we have that in us and that animalistic part is, is always going to be the, uh, the part of us. But what Libra teaches us is that we can evolve, we can go to human and then we can go even to an object or we say divine nature and only when we combine these three we are really fully entrepreneurs when we have that um, animal part human part and uh, and the divine part in us and the Egyptian pantheon teaches that that to us beautifully because mainly their gods have animal heads to tell us that it is so easy to slip into that animal uh, nature that we care. But to go back to uh, eclipses, so we have the first one solar, and then two weeks later on the 28th, we will have the lunar eclipse. And that one will be in the sign of Taurus, which moon, lunar eclipse, right? The moon is the happiest in the sign of Taurus. So we have sun where he's the least happy, the degree where he's right? First eclipse, then we have the opposite. We have moon in the sign where she's the most happy, but also uh, going into eclipse. So darkening, total eclipse of the heart, right? We have that uh, dark shadow going over the moon. So that will definitely uh, affect us more. So while the first one will feel more like a quicksand, and if we connect to collective paranoia, and conspiracies, it will take us even deeper. 
because that energy is like a huge dragon that just swallows us down. And then the other one that is coming, so the the heart will want to be happy, but there will be a shadow going over. So that one will be much more emotional for us. While the first one is more collective and more what we put out into the world, the second one will be more inner and in how do we feel inside and what is truly in our heart. So for that one, besides the regular diet is what I just explained for every eclipse, and I actually follow that for every new moon and the full moon, regardless if it's eclipse or not, um, but on top of it, uh, on October 28th, when that eclipse comes, because it will be lunar uh, and it will affect the heart, what I strongly recommend is uh, doing things that will portray self-love, that will feel like self-love to us. But not outer, going shopping and just because I want this piece of cake, let me have three. That is not really self-love. That is the expression, outer expression. We need to go into the heart. What do we need? We need a hug. Give yourself a cup. Kiss both arms. We need um, to be recognized. Write in your journal. What is to be journaling, therapeutic journaling? I cannot recommend it enough for this period, at least. In the morning, first few lines that come out of your head, just write them down. In the evening, same thing doesn't matter and it's not a, a diary so to speak it is more like, like a expression of the heart that's so interesting okay. i'm having shalini do sound healing in my group on the 28th perfect day for that any type of perfect perfect, perfect day yes any type of calming yes. soothing self-love Yes. 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 And because it, it, it is the um, lunar eclipse and uh, moon is ruled, uh, rules the water, right? Uh, any water techniques that we can do, um, even if it's just a shower, but if you have a lake, if you have a sea close by, uh, what I do, because then on the east side, uh, I do the salt bath. And uh, if I can share a little recipe, is uh, use two full cups of Epsom salt. In fill up the bath as more hot water as you can possibly tolerate. Two full cups of uh, Epsom salt, uh, and uh, you can use some essential oils. I love all these essential oils. I, I add them to food, to bath, to air, to body, to anything and everything wherever I go. A few drops of your favorite essential oil. Don't use peppermint, but anything soft grounding. Um, that would be lavender is the safe choice. Always rose, if that is on your uh, repertoire. Uh, geranium, uh, chamomile. Those are all beautiful oils that it will induce serenity into our day. Are there things people should avoid? Right. Like I, I don't want any stress. Right. So I'm going to stay away from toxic people, things that aggravate me. Um, what should people stay away from on these dates? 
beautiful question. Thank you, actually, for reminding me that that it kind of goes together with what we should do. We have to remove something to add something to it, right? So beautiful question. Um, absolutely. No alcohol, drugs, um, any kind of uh, any kind of possible intoxication, absolutely avoid. If we can avoid meat these days, beautiful. Uh, diet should be, if we cannot do 24 hours of just water a day, then have something very, very light. Start with uh, the lightest possible. So watermelon, um, oranges, uh, cucumbers, something that is very, that is full of water, cherries, uh, so th uh, those um, specific fruits uh, are uh, full of water or make your own uh, smoothies fruit juices, vegetable juices, very light vegetable broth. So very, very light. We don't want our, to spend our energy on digesting so much. And we certainly, because those are very thin whales, we, we are already in a so-called via combusta path, which is from, which is, which means burnt path, dark night of the soul. So we as a planet go through that uh, period of 30 days, uh, from 15 degrees of Libra, which was October 8th, until uh, 15 degrees of Scorpio, which is November 8th. So that period is already, we are in the darkest because the sun is in the detriment. We are in the darkest. We are in the underworld anyway, anyways. And we want to lighten up. We want to bring light to, that, to those places. We don't want to bring anything into our body that will further invite entities and uh, invite different animal nature or uh, subconscious processes that we already carry. We want to clear them. We want to neutralize them. That's why meditation, silent meditation, morning and evening on those days is the best thing that we can do for ourselves and, like I said, for our ancestors and for future generations. Absolutely. It's knows everything and deeper and even more frequent i try to do them um for a uh, good morning good day and good night so on those days i try to have them like three times uh, instead of a meal fully uh, being in the sun watching sunrise watching sunset all that is beautiful but please please avoid meat alcohol drugs is cigarettes anything like that absolutely absolutely avoid what can people expect on the 29th? Do they wake up feeling like brand new beings ready to conquer the world? Or is there still things that they should do to take it easy? And I'm thinking of like, after you're sick, you shouldn't jump back in and overdo it. Should Are there, are there precautions so that they don't go right back to feeling sluggish? Oh, we're having technological difficulties. So I am going to fill in the blanks. Oh, here we are. Anything on the days after? Do people, um, is it like being sick? Do you have to on the, on the 29th and on the 15th, um, be careful not to overdo anything? Oh, we have no sound here. 
this is what happens in the world of technology. It is both a blessing and a curse, especially when you are me and don't know what to do in these situations. So I am going to share Tatiana's information below. She has amazing programs that everyone can be a part of that involve essential oils, crystals, readings, and you can connect with her individually or she has groups. I will bring her back. Let's see if she has sound. No sound. I will bring her back for another episode so you can do a live Q&A. She is wonderful and a part of my community and someone I interact with all of the time. So send in your questions if you have them, and I will be sure to ask and share them in the comments. Like I was saying earlier, this is different than other readings I've had it is specific to you. This isn't like a fortune cookie or a horoscope that you read. It is completely unique to you and where you are in the world and what time you were born and where you were born. So I will share website. You can find Tatiana by her name, but also the key of love. And she has groups and individual programs, and we will have her back to talk about the differences between essential oils and flower essences and all of the things, because it is very, very different to work with her than to work with a traditional program that you've heard of before. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Until next time, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.